0: Welcome back to the Yurong Show, where we help entrepreneurs live their best lives. I am your host, Justin Yurong, and I invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. By the end of this, I'm hoping that you will at least understand how to find your next real estate investing deal, at the very least. So at the end of this video, after watching all of this, or listing all of this, you'll hopefully understand exactly what you need to do To find that next deal. And if you're new to this channel, my name's Justin Wrong, and I have coached hundreds of students to make money in real estate. But let me start off. The first thing that you have to do is you need to, first of all, decide your strategy. What kind of deal are you going to do? Are you wanting to flip properties? Are you wanting to wholesale? Are you wanting to hold rentals? Are you wanting to do Airbnbs? Are you wanting to do big commercial buildings? Like, what is it that you want to do? And kind of why? Like, what is your end goal? Now, Let me just give some perspective. It kind of depends on really what your situation is and where you are at in life. Most of you watching probably are trying to boost your active income. Now, some of you watching might have really good paying jobs or really good hustles that you got going on, whether it's your business or something else, where you are actually paid a lot of money. And maybe your goal is to do the passive income where you're holding more rentals or doing more Airbnbs, but whatever you're trying to do, you just have to decide. So put the, re- the research in as far as what makes most sense to you and do it. So for me, when I was starting out, I started out as a flipper or well, technically I bought a rental property, then I flipped a house and then I did a wholesale. So that was kind of, I kind of did opposite of what everyone else did for some reason, but... I realized that I didn't really enjoy the active income stuff in real estate investing as much. Like, I didn't really like the flipping and wholesaling. I did it a lot just to get the reps in and to get good at it. But in terms of the enjoyment, like, I didn't really like the the cash flow aspect of the business. That kind of business for flipping specifically, you put in all this money, whether it's my money or someone else's money. And then six plus months later, we get the money back and pay everyone. But during those six months, there's no cash coming in from these deals. And if it's a loss, which there definitely have been losses, it's even scarier. So that's why I didn't really like that kind of model <coughs> uh, for my active income specifically. But I did it because I think everyone could still benefit from learning how to flip. Because once you learn how to flip, you can do anything else in real estate. You'll know how to identify really good deals to get rentals or whatever as you want. So first thing, just decide your strategy. The second thing is you have to decide how you are getting Your next deal and i'll go a lot more in depth on this one but there's a lot of different ways that you can actually find your next deal there are free ways and there are paid ways Now i'm assuming you're broke and you might need some free ways to find deals and one of my favorite ways to find deals for free is actually the mls the multiple listing service it's basically where all the realtors go to list the properties for sale in your market so it's just it's the market and a lot of investors out there think that you really can't find deals on there, but you absolutely can. I have found deals on there. I have had other people find deals on there and I've bought from them. Like plenty of deals to be found. But if you are in a place where a lot of the other local investors in your area think that way, think that there's no deals to be found on the MLS, well, good. They're not going to be there. They're not going to be competing with you on the MLS. There's only going to be a handful of people realistically, consistently, consistently, competing with you on the MLS deals because most of the other guys or gals, they're going to be doing their own direct marketing. So that's just something to know. MLS, it's a favorite way to get deals. I like it because it's it's free and you don't technically even need your own buyer's uh, realtor. So you don't need a realtor to represent you for all these offers. You can actually just ask all the listing agents if they're able to represent you when you make your offer because it incentivizes them, first of all, because if they get the commission from you, and from the seller side, they get, they make more money. So they're a lot happier if you just ask them if they can represent you as well as the seller. So that's what I do. And if you did want a buyer's agent, you can definitely get one, but it's kind of hard, especially when you're starting out, to find a buyer's agent who's really gonna commit to the process because it honestly takes hundreds and hundreds of offers. It takes a lot of offers, a lot of conversations, and a lot of buyer's agents aren't willing to put in that work with you unless you have some type of track record or they just trust you for whatever reason or if you just pitch them really well. So that's the first thing is the MLS is really good. Now, the other way you can find deals, and this can be free-ish, but most likely there's gonna be some sort of paid aspect. It's a really good and cheap way, it's cold calling. Now, this is not attacking on-market deals. This is what we call direct marketing. So you are gonna be calling homeowners directly. So this is one of the ways and all you gotta do is you got to find or identify lists of properties that you want to buy, and it could be a variety of reasons. These could be tax delinquent people, so people that are behind on their property taxes, and maybe they're about to lose their house. You can start calling those lists. These could be um, these could be even like two story homes with people who have owned the home for over thirty five years, so they're probably older, and you might catch them at the right time where they just want to sell because old people don't want to walk these two story homes. Like there's a lot of different things you can filter. But you just have to find a list. And the different ways you can find lists are you can use different services like PropStream or like a batch leads uh, to identify your list and filter by whatever you want, by zip code, by property type, by anything, and find those lists of people. Now, these lists of properties, they won't have the owner's phone number. So the way to get them is we have to, what's called skip trace them. You essentially just have to import your list into these services, certain like skip tracing services, and it'll spit out phone numbers or potential phone numbers for that owner of all those houses. But this costs money. And that's why I'm saying like, it's, it's does cost money, but it's still one of the cheaper ways to find deals. And you have to be cold calling on scale. So once you have all those numbers for these property owners, that's when you just got to start calling them and call like crazy. You're not going to find your deal after one call. For me, well, it was, it was a, I don't want you to believe, believe that it's going to happen for yourself like this. Cause I think I got lucky at first, my first wholesale deal, I called about 500 people on a very specific list, a tax delinquent list. And then I got the first deal, but I was also door knocking a lot. And I was also texting these people. Like I was doing a lot during that time, but then my next deal took like thousands and thousands, maybe tens of thousands of calls for the next one. So it takes a lot of work. And I just want you to realize that upfront. If you are cold calling, you could either import the list and call them yourself, like from your cell phone, which is cool, it's fine. Um, I do recommend if you're doing this like bulk calling, you could also use a dialer. A dialer helps a lot to speed up the process of calling. So typically when I first started cold calling homeowners, I was just on my phone and I was just like, dial, call, dial, call. No one picked up, dial, call. Like that, that was my process and it worked, found a deal that way. But then I realized, I was like, There has to be a faster way to do this because I was trying to call so many people and then I found these dialers and it allows you to essentially import your list of people with their numbers into the website and you just basically click a button and it calls the person and then you can automatically have it continue. So if that person doesn't answer, it'll call the next and the next and the next and it saves you a lot of time. So you don't have to individually dial and like this speeds up the process a ton, but it does cost money. Most of the dialers are, you're paying like 99 bucks a month or hundred bucks a month. So just keep that in mind. Um, if you're starting out, honestly, I say try to conserve what you have because I I'm, I'm actually pretty risk tolerant, but I caution people to just be too risky because when you're starting any new venture out, my recommendation is always protect your butt, like protect all the downside first and you'll always be okay, no matter what. So You can do the MLS, you can cold call. In the same sense, you can also text these homeowners. So same process as the cold calling. You find the property list that you want. You can skip trace these phone numbers, and then you can text them instead. Or you can do both. That's what I recommend. So MLS cold call text. Another free way to find deals are from wholesalers. And this is specifically if you're looking to buy the properties yourself. So if you're looking to flip or hold as rental or just purchase the properties, You can find deals in a lot of deals consistently from other wholesalers. And all you have to do is you you just have to start building your list of wholesalers and reach out to them very consistently. So all it takes is you can start with your Facebook groups. You can go to your city on Facebook, like Fresno, Real Estate Investing, Las Vegas, Real Estate Investing. Join those groups and say, hey, I'm looking for more wholesalers. I'm a buyer who's wholesaling deals in this area. And you can find a bunch of people. You start calling them. And just ask them, like, do you have any deals? Well, you know, what do you typically look for? Here's what I'm looking for. And you just build relationships with these people. So that's absolutely free way to find deals. But if you want to do it successfully, you have to treat these wholesalers just as a prospect. So don't just call them all willy-nilly every six months. Like, call them every month. Call them every single month. And just treat them as if it was a lead. You know, You check up. You see how you can help them. You ask if they have any deals. And just so on. So that's number four, wholesalers. Number five, you can also find deals from realtors in the same exact sense as the wholesalers. So for realtors, I wouldn't even recommend just like starting with a list of realtors. I would just start with what's on market because typically the listings that are on market, they're all listed with realtors who often get a lot of listings and sometimes not. But if you just reach out to those listing agents, first off, trying to offer on those homes, but then if, you know, that offer doesn't work out or maybe you have to follow up with them more, you can always say, hey, like, do you have any other deals or do you come across these kinds of homes often that, you know, I'm always looking for deals. I'm happy if you can represent me on any of them. And they're going to be super happy, most likely, for you to ask that. So once you do, you start to track them and you start to track them in your system where you can follow up with them every single month. And again, treat the realtors just like a lead because they find deals. And in my opinion, the relationships of finding deals like wholesalers and realtors, it's honestly one of the highest leverage forms of marketing. Because if you're doing the marketing yourself, let's say you're calling a thousand people every single day, you know, you're cold calling all these homeowners. Well, what if you network with like 10 wholesalers who all did that so they're doing all the marketing themselves yes they're the ones that find the deal but if you're consistently bringing value to them and consistently networking with them it's gonna be a good chance that they're gonna be willing to share their deals with you so it's a very high form of leverage if you do it right and you you network properly. So those are the two things first. Decide your strategy and then decide how you will find your next deal. So it's essentially decide your exit strategy and then decide your marketing strategy. And then three, you got to find out how you're going to fund your next deal. How are you going to pay for it? If you're looking to buy. If you're wholesaling, I guess it doesn't really matter because you're not going to buy it. But if you are paying for this, if you're wanting to hold it as a rental or you want to do a flip, you got to do something. So you can either use cash, which I'm assuming you do not have. And if you do not have the cash to purchase the property outright, what you can do is one of the easiest ways is hard money. Now, hard money, these are short-term loans. So these are different than the conventional loans where you always hear the like 30-year loans, uh, low interest rates. Like these are not that. Hard money loans are the six to 12-month loans, high interest rates, high fees up front, but they allow you to purchase properties that conventional lenders would not allow you to. For example, if you found a super beat up property, horrible condition, but you wanna buy it because your intent is to fix it up and then resell it for more. You go to a conventional lender, they're gonna say, no, like the seller has to fix this, 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 and this if we're gonna give you money to buy this house. Whereas the hard money lender is gonna say, yeah, we can give you money for this as long as you're buying it a deep enough discount for it to make sense. So they double check their numbers too. And if it's a bad deal and they say no, they might've saved your butt. Like They give a secondary opinion On if it's a good deal or not. So hard money is a great tool to use, especially for flips. And even for long-term rentals, if you're looking to purchase it with a hard money loan and then maybe refinance out of that loan with a different long-term loan. So that's what hard money is in a nutshell. The other way you can fund your deals is private money. And if I were to go back in time, this is probably the one skill set or one of the two skill sets that I would have tried to develop early on is to raise money immediately from individuals and if you don't know what private money is it's just money from individuals so money from your uncle or your mom or your friend or your friend's grandparents like it's money from individuals that people are willing to lend to you because you're going to promise them something in return so with hard or with private money what you can do is let's say you do find a really good deal let's say it's two hundred thousand dollars you can go to your your network essentially, and just, hey, look, I have an investment opportunity. This is a flip. Here are the numbers. Here's what it all looks like. I am seeking $200,000 for the purchase. And maybe you're also seeking like, let's say it's 30K for the the rehab. So you're gonna raise more for extra in case. And say, it's like, you're gonna raise 250K. So like, I'm seeking 250K. I'm willing to do a profit split. Let's do a 50-50. Or we can do like a percent return. Like maybe I can pay you out. 10% 10% return or whatever it is you want to do. Like these are just arbitrary numbers I'm pulling up out of my butt. But if you learn how to do this, you will be set because if you're able to raise money from other people, you don't have to do any of this by yourself. Like you don't have to use your own money to do these deals. And I didn't believe this was possible until I did it. For the first two to three years, I was using all my own money and hard money to do all my flips. And then I was like, man, I'm kind of out of money because I was I had ongoing flips And I thought, okay, let's try to raise some money. And I didn't raise money for the entire purchase in the rehab, but what I did was I I used a mixture of hard money and private money. So essentially I got a hard money loan from that lender for about 90% of the purchase. That means I had to come up with a 10% down payment and I had to come up with a rehab. So what I did, I went to friends. Well, first I calculated how much that amount would be, just added them up. And I went to my social media because I was posting so much. And I was like, hey, look, I'm looking to raise this 50K for this deal. Here's what it's going to go towards, the down payment and the rehab. Here's what the numbers look like. Who wants to invest with me? And I got a bunch of people interested just because I've been posting the content consistently. And I recommend you do the same. I recommend for everyone here to just share their journey on social media, like build your personal brand. In the long run, if you stick with it and if you enjoy it, you're going to be set. So just stick with that. But you got to find out how you're going to raise your money or fund that next deal. So you can use your hard money, private money, a mixture of both, or if it's like a long-term loan, you can definitely use a conventional lender, just those normal 30-year loans. You can go to any local bank or a big bank if you want. I don't really recommend it like Wells or anything. I recommend going with like a local person because you'll probably get better customer service in terms of just picking them picking up the phone when you call. And you can also use what's called a DSCR loan. A DSCR loan is, it's another long-term loan product but it's a debt service coverage ratio loan. Did I say that right? Probably. But with this loan, you know how, maybe you don't know, but with conventional lenders, when they give you a loan or before they give you money, they have to verify a lot of stuff. They got to verify a lot of stuff with your credit and your W-2s, your tax returns, your bank statements, your like pay stubs. They check a lot of stuff for you personally before they give you a loan because that's how they qualify you. Well, with this DSCR loan, the debt service coverage, all they really care about is if you're planning to buy a house and you know the rent's going to be this amount, they want to know that the rent can support whatever their mortgage payment is. And if so... Then they'll give you the loan they might check credit but they also will check that the rent makes enough to service the loan so if the mortgage is a thousand they're not they're probably not going to be like oh yeah if the rent's a thousand you're good most of them they look at like 1.2 times the amount so if mortgage was a thousand dollars they'd probably want the rent to be at least twelve hundred does that make sense i'm getting no feedback so hopefully that made sense But those are the different ways that you can fund your next deal. You can use hard money, private money, debt service coverage. You can use a mixture of hard and private. Like these are just a couple different ways and you can use conventional. So after understanding these three main things, deciding your strategy, deciding how you will find your next deal and how you will fund it, you're ready to start. These are the big three overarching questions you need to understand first. And when you do, you're ready to attack. And the last step, it's super simple. You start making calls. Because whatever strategy that you're doing, there's probably going to be some type of involvement of calls or a reach out. Maybe you're texting or emailing, whatever, but start doing your reach outs. Whether it's MLS, you're calling realtors or cold calling homeowners directly or texting homeowners or door knocking, like whatever it is, start that. And that is all you need. And hopefully after watching this video, you'll understand, okay, now, now that I have an idea what I'm looking to do, I can just start. And it's okay to start without knowing everything. You will not know everything, I promise that. But if you just start and you do not stop, you'll be in a much better position. And if you enjoyed this video, uh, click on the link in the description below and you can get a free strategy session. Peace. If you enjoyed this episode, connect with me on social media and check out the different ways I can help you grow your business in the show notes. Peace.